now, coming to you from a Midwestern hole in the United States, The Dollcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Hey, you freaks, this is Roth on the Dogcast once again. <clears throat> Hope you had a great Easter. Mine was pretty good. Very, very busy. Started at 5.30 in the morning and lasted until 7 at night, pretty, 5, 6, or 7, somewhere around there. And then I tried to stay up to record a Dogcast yesterday and couldn't do it. Absolutely couldn't do it. So we're back today. Stronger. Even though there's no reason that it should be stronger. Okay. Alright, well, uh, one of the things... (coughs) One of the things that uh, I did for Easter was actually went to church. I went to church with Jeremiah... He goes every Sunday, as is. I think he likes meeting up his friends from school there. So he's been going there, and they ended up having some sort of Easter dinner that day. So he asked if we could go, too. Well, we didn't want to take Liam and Gavin, especially Gavin, at the time. You know, we were like, eh. Well, and I was like, well, I'll go, you know. So I went with them. And it was pretty, it was a good time. I talked to the pastor that, uh, I guess, preaches there briefly. He seemed like a nice guy. He's new, I guess. He's only been there about three months. But we had a good breakfast dinner. Breakfast dinner. It was a breakfast feeding. (laughs) Uh, Hash browns and eggs Sausage, gravy, and biscuits, banana, you know, stuff like that. And it was really good. Although, what they do is they have, for people who can't make it with a vehicle, as usually, you know, Misty's gone with the car on Sundays a lot of times, so they have a bus that they send around, and they come to pick up Jeremiah. Well, I rode with them this way also, because... We didn't want to have to load up all the kids and all that. So I just w- hopped on this bus with him. I just noticed right out the window I can see the moon. It's pretty bright tonight. I've never seen it there before. Maybe I just never leaned forward this far. I don't know. Anyway, the uh, <clears throat> there are some quote-unquote undesirables that end up on that bus like real troublemaking kids and like throwing stuff and I feel like the people the person driving the bus is way too passive I had to end up telling one of them quit throwing candy on the bus you know they had uh, Easter egg candy or something and it drove me crazy that part besides that everything else was good and it was pretty funny watching this guy preach. Uh, you know, he's really getting into it, like pulled his tie off. Oh, I'm going to take my tie off, you know. 
<laughs> it was just, it was pretty good. It's been a while since I've watched a preacher preach, a pastor preach, whatever. So that that was one part of Easter, and then after that, we ended up going to a family get-together with Easter egg hunt, and uh, it was at a place where the uh, kids could go out and kayak, and so they enjoyed that. And I mainly stuck around and kept an eye on Liam because he's still not really being sociable with people and he just wants to wander off. So I have to make sure he's not uh, wandering anywhere that he shouldn't be, like the road and whatnot, which he kept doing. But he'll learn one of these days. Hopefully not too late. <laughs> Alright, well, let's talk about what little little dev news there is. Uh, the tic-tac-toe two-player game is done. I planned on having it, uh, having a video of it today for you. But Jeremiah got home from school, and then we didn't have enough time to record ourselves playing each other head-to-head -head so I could post a video up and you guys could see how it all pans out and how it plays. So hopefully, tomorrow I can have that video up for you, get get it recorded. And also hopefully during the day tomorrow, I can get started on the CPU, on the AI version for the one player game. And that's it for the tic-tac-toe right now. I I started on a tool for that puzzle game I was talking about. And what it is is a tool where you put in, uh, I want it to be, it's not finished, but what, it sh what I want it to be is where you input the puzzle, you put it into this window pane, input the puzzle, and then click a button to uh, make the data readable for NES, you know, for 6502 assembly. And probably just make it in like into some box, you know. Maybe even have a little place where I can put a name in so it'll label it specifically. Make it label and everything so I can just copy and paste it. Um, and also probably a way to compress the data down. And also the, uh, the data that the player needs for the puzzle so they can figure the puzzle out. So there's like four basic, there are four things that I want it to accomplish with this tool all at once. But it's going to take a really long time. I'm doing it in VB.net because ah, that's really the only way I can do like visual things, windows, you know. So I'm hoping I can do that and get it working, but it's taking me a long time because I'm just not that good at it. But, you know, it's one of those back burner things anyway that I'm working on on the side when I'm not doing the 3 and one 2 P-Packs so that's that and that's how it's working right now it's whatever but I'd like to get that done some month <laughs> alright let's go ahead and Give a little love to NintendoAge.com if you're a gamer, if you collect games, or if you just like to hang out with people who are 
in the same mindset as you about games, go to NintendoAge.com. They have free membership and a forum where you can buy, sell, and trade games. Not only that, but they have a collection tool, which is custom made by the awesome admins themselves, Dane Namely. And with this collection tool, you can make different lists of different kinds of collections you have. Say you have black box, a whole entire black box collection. You can make a specific list. Here are my Nintendo Entertainment System black box games. Or you can make a list of all the games that you have, all the games you've beaten, anything you want. You can customize them. And that goes for Sega consoles too. Nintendo and Sega consoles. Oh, it's awesome. Very good, very good tool. So, if you're into this kind of thing, go to NintendoAge.com and don't be a douche. Tip of the day. Use the Metal Blade weapon in Mega Man 2 on the NES to attack enemies in eight directions. Of the day. Okay, <clears throat> one of the things I did this weekend, I was sitting there thinking. I couldn't remember the ending for the book of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And I, 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 I had to have not finished it. Because I, after I went ahead and read it, I read it this weekend. Again, it, I should have gotten done one day, but there's so much going on around the house all the time that it's hard for me to just sit down and read 80 pages even. Sometimes I can pull it off, sometimes I can't, you know. But it, was, uh, it took me a couple days on this. And yeah, I, I at some point I did not finish the book. At some point I started reading it, <clears throat> was loving it, and then just stopped or something. So I went ahead and finished reading it. I started over, but I read the whole thing, and it was it's really good book. If you haven't read it, like I said, it's only about 80, 80 pages or so, and it does this cool thing <clears throat> at the end. Uh, I'm not going to give any spoiler. Well, you know the gist of what the book's about, but I'm not going to give any spoiler things out. But there's the last two chapters. The whole book is written, let me back up, the whole book is written in just a, here are the characters and here's what they're doing, you know, like third person, I guess, I, I think that's the right term. Well, in the very last two chapters, it switches to like a first person, like notes or letters kind of thing, and so it's kind of cool, you know, like, it's like the book is done. But then there's two more chapters that add more resolution to it. And it was really cool. And it reminded me of other kind of, kinds of things I've seen in... Kitties. Stop it. Seen in other books. Uh, I read this one book one time by William Buckley Jr. William F. Buckley Jr. called uh, The Reagan I Knew. And there was this one chapter... <clears throat> you know, is about Ronald Reagan, and there was this one chapter he wrote where he was trying to, 
decide what he thought of a certain position that Reagan took on something. And Buckley himself was, I guess, unsure of what he thought of Reagan's position. or I, I wasn't quite sure if he was unsure <clears throat> or what. But what he did was he did a Q&A of himself with himself. Kitty. Man, these cats, I'm, i got to lock them up before I come up here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he did like a Q&A of himself. And I thought that was innovative. And I'm all, I always like little literary things like that that are different. And it's like just in a book that the whole rest of the book is different. And, and then, you know, they throw something at you. And that's something else I liked. If you've ever read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein... Okay. Mary Shelley, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, it'll, it'll it'll go through the whole book, but then at certain points, like three or four times, just all of a sudden, bam! Like it'll say, a few years have passed and blah 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 happened, you know, or months have passed and such and such happened, and and when they say when she writes that whatever happened it's always just like whoa what <laughs> like out of nowhere and you know I just like little neat things like that in books but when I first made NES tips and I uploaded it to YouTube years ago I guess 2006 beginning of 2007 uh, I had said in the video something uh, along the lines of well I've heard it's based on the book, but I don't know if that's true as I hadn't read it. I haven't read it, and at the time that was true. And somebody had posted a comment like, uh, it's nothing like the book. And I can confirm now, the game is nothing like the book at all. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I, 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 I guess I can get what they did with the game, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, in terms of you know, good and evil. But after reading the book, it seems like it served better as almost like a, if you wanted to make an adaptation game like the book, it would have to be something like a, maybe a mystery type game, almost maybe a where in time is Carmen San Diego kind of thing, maybe. But I don't even know if it would work then because you would almost already know what's going on. And it'd probably be pretty easy, unless, you know, you do different kinds of clues or something. I don't know. But yeah, so the book is nothing, or the game is nothing like the book. And the, But the book is good. It's written by Robert Louis Stevenson, who I always love to read. I love his stuff. Treasure Island, great book. Anyway, so that's all of that. Uh, I really don't have much else to talk about. Kitty. This little kitty especially. She, These cats are crazy. But especially this one. Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. See? Ugh. Okay. Well. That's all. We're gonna do. We're gonna do for this episode. This show. Whatever. And I guess I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I'll see you at slidehogstudios.org, hopefully. And if you catch me slipping, tell Kevin.